0: i'd like to welcome you guys to the hunting dog public podcast i'm your host chris knight here we will discuss competition hunts pleasure hunts and anything else dealing with the hunting dog it is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs without further ado let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country Today's word comes from Ephesians 5, 1 through 2. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love, and Christ loved us and gave himself for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Ephesians 5, 1 through 2.
1: Hey guys, we've teamed up with Light Boots. They have the lightest 16 inch waterproof boot ever made. They have a one piece injection mold design which increases durability. Some people say they are like walking on a cloud. All I know is if it ain't light, it ain't right. Go check them out at com, and they gave us a discount code for 10% off THDP10. Y'all go check them out. Hey guys, if you're in the
0: market for a new pair of boots, head on over to CoonHunterSupply.com check out the Razor Chaps. Razor has teamed up with Yoder Nylon to make some of the best chaps on the market. If you want durability with the chrome to go with it, look no further. Whether you need boots and chaps, pouches, or just apparel, Razor is your one-stop shop for it all. Head on over to CoonHunterSupply.com or give them a call at 574
1: 328 Zero eight five six. Thanks.
0: Hello. Mr. Danny. Yeah. Hey bud, it's Chris with the Hunting Dog Public. How are you? Doing good. People have been wanting to hear about your dogs and stuff, so I figured shoot man, let's get this thing knocked out and uh we'll get you on the air. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got your start.
2: Okay. I started out of course as a kid growing up. always hunted Uh, i was raised in the country and um, had uncles that hunted uh, real close to my mother's brothers and uh, everything we did was when i was from the time i was seven years old everything we did was competition they was always uh, trying to beat each other so that made me want to try (laughs) to and whatever we did whether it was squirrel hunting or rabbit hunting whatever well as uh, in the eighth grade in school I had a corn patch, and coons got into it. And so I started wanting to get coon dog. had a guy come out, brought his coon dogs, and I fell in love with that. So went to looking for a coon dog. And I started coon hunting uh, right out of, when I was a senior in high school, I guess I bought a dog. And uh, right out of high school, I uh, got to coon hunting. And uh, in about 1967, I bought my first registered uh, blue tick. And I coon hunted up till the early 80s, and uh, we'd lost a lot of our hunting territory. Well, a friend of mine that was my hunting buddy, uh, his brother got out of work and uh, had a squirrel dog, and this boy asked me if I'd be interested in buying it, and I always squirrel hunted with other people. They'd come out. I lived out in the country and had a really good place to hunt. They'd come out and go hunt with people I worked with had squirrel dogs, and I had a fair dog at that time. But anyway, I bought this little dog and uh, just fell in love with it. It, was, uh, it looked like a long-legged chihuahua is what it looked like. It was an <laughs> outstanding squirrel dog. Well, I hunted that season with it, and, of course, I'm working and just getting to hunt on weekends. And uh, I, uh, I killed 275 squirrels with it that first year.
0: Holy moly, all my neighbors that's, and, that's handy there.
2: All my neighbors and stuff wanted to go with me. Well, the next year, uh, in October, we went we killed two squirrels was up in the middle of the day. My little dog just went along toward him. We looked and looked and couldn't find him. We took guy home. My son got home on the school bus. We, uh, we went back and looked looked, and couldn't find him. Well, it was about 10 minutes to 5, I started praying. I said, Lord, just please let me find my little dog, whether he's alive or dead. I didn't turn and walk 20 foot and there he lay.
1: Boy,
0: ain't that And he funny. had a
2: hold. Had a hold in his shoulder. And I scooped him up, and flies had done laid eggs on him and stuff. And I went hollering for my son. We grabbed him up, drove 100 miles an hour to the vet's office and get there. I thought a stick had stuck in him. And uh, get there, and the vet looked at him and said, that ain't no stick, that's a snake bite. said, probably a rattlesnake. He said, I'll try to save him. He was barely breathing. Anyway, of course, he died. Well, I cried for about three days. And my wife said, please, quit crying. I said, go get you another dog. I said, I don't want another dog going to break my heart like this. So anyway, I had a friend who lived in northwest Arkansas that I couldn't hunt with, and I called him. I knew he had dogs. I called him. I said, uh, you wouldn't have a dog trained and squirrel, would you? And he said, I do. And I said, I'll be there in the morning. Well, I drove up there, and I bought a dog from him that was just starting a tree, Rat Terry. And we scoured the countryside When I come home, I had 10 dogs in my truck. He told me, he said, "You can get sixty-five dollars a piece for these puppies." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's big money, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. So anyway, that got me into the squirrel dogs and raising dogs right there.
0: So you and uh, so the 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 first dog was it a feist or just a yeah? It,
2: was a, it, it, it weighed eleven pounds.
0: Hobby dog,
2: and uh, you know it was an outstanding dog. And then, of course, I got into the rat terriers. Right. And uh, I, I ended up with two male rat terriers that were outstanding dogs. Made. Both of them made atf champion. And uh, uh, Williams is Bobby and Williams is JoJo. I'll be and uh, the problem with the rat terriers, I won with them because when I went to hunt, my dog was ready. I didn't go there and, you know, if the dog hadn't been hunted. I'd been hunted every day when I got there, so I was ready and uh, competitive. You know, I've always been competitive. Well, the problem with the rat terriers is getting them bark freeing and uh so anyway i i had a friend that had a hound and a blue tick hound that didn't bark on track and he hunted with me it was a coon dog he said i want to breed this blue tick hound to that rat terrier so we can try it so we did well i said maybe we got her bred we had to hold them anyway uh when she had puppies he said come over and look at these puppies three of them was natural bobtail mm. and uh so I said, I don't want one. I done took Roll Aids all my life. I ain't taking more Roll Aids. <laughs> uh, I don't want no hound. Well, he talked me into taking one of them. And uh, I picked one out, a little female. Anyway, she made an outstanding dog. And uh, about that time, uh, Bruce Getty from uh, Crystal Springs, Mississippi, I had hunted with him, a uh, uh, competition hunting what, him for several years. What'd you
0: call his name?
2: Bruce Getty.
0: So yeah, Bruce. You know that's where I'm from. I'm in Central Mississippi. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I sure am. Uh, My grand. When you when you're talking rat terriers, so that's that's a little bit of my background. I grew up. My grandfather hunted feist, and uh, his name was Oliver McCrory. You may have had some of his dogs, but um, he had some rat terrier and stuff that would tree. So when you're talking rat terriers, you know that like like you said that you know they're not. It's hard to get them to tree you know they were real gamey and fine they fire out a squirrel but it was just tough getting them tree well this line of dogs that he hunted they come here treeing and i mean that's what we hunted we hunted fire out them but anyway i didn't mean to cut you off but it just you know my grandfather's gone on to be with the lord now so it's uh yeah it's good to hear stuff like that again but mr brian gaddy you what is that what you called him bruce bruce Bruce
2: gaddy bruce Okay. He called me up wanting to breed to my rat terry And uh, he said, I've got some uh, young dogs to sell, but you've been arrested. I said, well, what are they doing? He said, they're treading. So he brings them to my house, and uh, one of them was a bit too big for a fast I said, I ain't interested in that. Well, he gave me the other two for, on trial, and uh, I bought both of them, the male and a female. Well, the male dog was a really nice dog, but I, he was black and tan, and I don't care for black and tan dogs, but the female was black and white spotted. And uh, she had run loose all her life. You couldn't keep her in a dog yard, and uh, she'd tear out. Well, anyway, and she wouldn't stay hooked up really good. So anyway, I started hunting her, and I put a collar on her, and I made her stay hooked up. Anyway, I got her tightened up, and I called her Williams' is Misty. I started her hunting in the hunts. And everywhere I went, she won. Uh, she, was, she was an outstanding dog. Well, in 1999, my wife and I had come up to Missouri to hunt. And, uh, we had, uh, I had her in shape and it was a world hunt was in Walden, Arkansas. Uh, that weekend we drove back down and stopped there and, uh, we was getting our stuff out, stuff I was going to hunt her in the hunt the next day. This was on Friday morning. Uh, Alton Tate walked up to me and said, Hey, uh, we was talking, you know, I knew Alton for years and he said, uh, I got a pup for sale. I said, well, I ain't really interested in a pup and, uh, we kept talking. Finally, he kept on, kept on, and Alton was in terrible health. He said, uh, I said, well, tell me about him. He said, he's nine months old, and he's a squirrel dog, and he won a lot of money for him. I said, uh, let's go to the woods. i just going to please him. You know. So we go to the woods, and when that, when that dog treed the sick squirrel, I said, if I see this squirrel, I'm going to buy him. And uh, anyway, I bought him, and that was Williams' bud. I started hunting him. And uh, of course, he made an outstanding dog. Uh, but the first dog I ever owned that was independent wouldn't treat with another dog. He's gonna go treat. I got him worried, to make him go treat by by himself. And uh, he, uh, I went to winning hunts with him. And uh, just as a young dog, you know, I I won the uh, uh, United States squirrel dog uh, hunt when he was 18 months old in Queen City, Arkansas. And uh, that was a, then. I went to winning the ATFA hunts made a grand squirrel champion out of him at two years old. And uh, I bred him to Misty, and uh, there was outstanding dogs come off there. Well, in that, when I was hunting Bud, uh, when he made a squirrel champion, I was hunting with a guy named Butch Martin that was on the cast. And when we got back, he said, uh, I thought I had a squirrel dog until I went hunting with me and uh, Lucky Beasley, which was hunting together. And Lucky had a really nice female. And... uh, when we got back, he said, I thought I had a squirrel dog till I went with y'all. Well, he started buying puppies from me, butchered it. And uh, he actually made me because he'd buy puppies from me, and uh, he'd bring dogs to breed to him. And uh, uh, Lucky brought a female up there and bred to him. And that kind of got me started right there. And, of course, I was real active in competition. I would going at NKC and ATFA. Well, I, of course, I got getting pups off of that dog and uh, everything that I fooled with. Outstanding. Well, a boy that hunted with me on uh, Car City, uh, the Cause dog, and uh, so me and him traded puppies. Oh, so pup you hunt? He
0: owned Cause. Yes. What was his name?
2: Uh, Casey, Casey Swartz. Casey he's Swartz. One originally bought. He's originally bought Cause. Got gotcha. Boy in Green Forest, Arkansas, and uh, well, I took a pup off of Cause, and uh, she uh, she met a nice dog, but she I could never get her to come and heat. Well, another boy that hunted with me had a little mate to her, and I ended up selling that female. And uh, I bought female from him because she'd come in regular, and I bred the bud. And uh, that's where my redneck, I had a dog called Williams' redneck, it won a lot of stuff. Uh, that's where he came from. And uh, so that, I, I had that same stock of dogs, and I was crossed them back and forth. I crossed him on that rat terrier hound female. Uh, those pups did really good and uh bud produced uh, really well well i went danny wilkerson talked me into collecting him he said you you ought to collect him i said man I ain't doing that he said you'll be sorry if you don't do it he said you better go collect him so i took him to lsu and had him collected twice and uh, ended up with 15 straws of semen and uh, anyway that uh of course those dogs off of that those dogs you know, I. Got to competition hunting, and uh, I hunted a lot of uh, NKC hunts and stuff as for NSD and all that started.
1: And uh,
2: anyway, I got into those dogs, and uh, then uh, when we moved to Missouri, we moved to Missouri and um, uh, to, well, I actually bought this place in 2007, built a house, and moved here in 2008. And uh, I, uh, the dogs I had then were crossed back on that rat hound. And then I bred Bud back to uh, uh, a female that Alton had. And uh, with one of those females, I bred, uh, I got a dog called at Buck. And uh, Buck made an outstanding dog. And then I, I had a male dog called Slick, Williams Slick. And uh, I sold Slick uh, for one morning I ever sold a dog for at that time. And uh, I got mad at him.
1: Hmm. Uh,
2: I had hunted him 30 days in a row. And I went to a competition hunt and he wouldn't go hunting and uh i ended up winning the cast by just luck. but uh anyway when i got home i was working a guy called that week and asked my wife did i have anything for sale and she said he's got one he's mad at right now he might sell him he called me and he told me money wasn't no object and uh he come and bought slick and i hated it. i should have not have sold him but uh he was he was an outstanding dog but anyway i ended up with buck
0: what did you uh, what did what did he do to me? Oh, it was just he made you mad for not hunting. Yep,
2: yeah, I hunted him thirty days in a row, and he was give out. And I didn't I didn't realize it, you know. Right. Uh, we were up in Missouri hunting, and I brought him home and took him to the vet. The vet said, "Well, nothing wrong with him," and uh he gave him some vitamins and stuff. And when that guy come and tried him, I had let him set up for two weeks. And that guy come and tried him. I turned him loose. He kicked dirt in my eyes when he left her, and uh, <laughs> so. He, uh, I just played him slap out, you know. Dang. I didn't realize it.
0: You was, uh, when he left out there, you was like, uh-oh, he's back.
2: Yeah, that's right. I didn't, I, but I done told the guy what it you know, would take to buy him, and he bought him.
0: Right. But
2: uh, then I came up with uh, dog. Bre- Lennis Hall had a female uh, off of Bud, and uh, he, I know, uh, off of the uh, Spud dog. And uh, he called D.D., well. He uh, he called me up and wanted a breeder that would have been Bud Brach's granddaughter,
1: and uh,
2: so we bred her. And I ended up with a dog, uh, a male dog off of that off that litter too. And uh, he made an outstanding dog. And uh, I won. He, you know, all these dogs are making Grand Squirrel champions at this time. I ended up with uh, ten Grand Squirrel champions, ATFA a Grand Squirrel champion, and, and two. That uh, Squirrel Chambers that I didn't finish out the Slick Dog and the JoJo Dog. Uh, I just sold Slick, and JoJo wasn't nothing to hunt against at that time. And uh, then I, uh, when we moved up here, uh, I got involved with uh, uh, NSD, and uh, then uh, a boy that hunted with me, uh, uh, Tyler Ringo, had a, a female called uh, Outlaw Dottie, and uh Wanted to wanted to breed her, and I said, well, I got this semen off a of Bud. So we took her and ai her, and uh, she didn't have but three puppies. Well, I took a, one of the pups, and I sold it to get my money back. And then the female, Travis Tate and I own the female-on-half puppy. But Travis's dad raised her up till she's about five months old, and then he sent her to me. And Tyler brought the male dog over here, a little mate, to her. I put him in my training pen. And uh they went to treeing right away. the male dog I called Tyler and told him to come get him. He hadn't been in there but a week. I said he don't need to be in here. They they were five and a half months old at that time.
0: This is and Tyler Asbury,
2: right? Oh Tyler Ringo.
0: Oh Tyler Ringo, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, Asbury's brother in law. And uh, That's right. So anyway, uh they uh, uh he took him and the female I called her Rosie and uh at seven months old I went to hunting her and she made an outstanding dog. I called Tyler up and I said, he's telling me how good the male dog was done. And uh, I said, we'll go hunting. So anyway, we go. And I said, I'm going to kick your butt. And uh, we go hunting and we go the, down to Arkansas. And uh, we killed uh, eight squirrels that morning over them two puppies. And uh, Rosie Trees ate We killed eight uh, six over her and two over Rooster. And uh, anyway come back home and I go to hunt Rosie and of course I start hunting her in the hunts and stuff and she uh, she's an outstanding dog
1: and uh,
2: I bred her to uh, uh, I had, we had by that time uh, we had done uh, outlaw Dotty came back in we bred her to my buck dog and uh, I took a pup off of that and uh, I called him outlaw. Uh, he's a really nice dog and uh, and then the next time Dotty comes in, Tyler bred her to his walker dog, Hurricane, and uh, I bought a pup, a female pup, off of that that I called uh, Rachel, and I named her after Tyler's wife. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm hunting these dogs along, you know, and uh, Tyler, I'm talking to Tyler, and he, he's not hunting rooster dog. So I told him, I said, let me take him and food with him. He uh, I brought him up here and started hunting him. And he started really doing good. He was a really nice dog. So I ended up buying him from Tyler. And so that gave me a Rooster, uh, a Rosie, an Allaw, and then Rachel was a puppy at that
1: time. And uh,
2: I, uh, all these dogs are offered all for dotty, Dottie, but different male dogs. And then uh, Rachel did so good. She's making such a nice dog. Uh, I, went to, I knew it was two other females in that litter, and uh, I went to looking for them. And uh, finally, uh, Asbury actually found her, you knew where she was at. He wouldn't tell me, but uh, anyway, he finally found her, and he goes over and he ends up buying her, and uh, we called her Little Dotty. And uh, he uh, he didn't like her, and uh, so anyway, I ended up buying her from him, and I started hunting her. Well, both them females made just outstanding dogs. Little Dotty was too big for a fast, but Rachel is fast sized and right. So they uh, all these all those dogs. Uh, Outlaw Dottie was a outstanding reproducer, and uh, you know they, they they cross well back on my dogs too. But uh, and of course now I've cross those dogs back and forth on each other. Uh, they uh, they cross back really good on each other. Of course, Rachel we ended up winning the world hunt last uh, December.
0: That's right. You sounds like you got uh you got them about how you want them now.
2: I do. You know, i i bred uh, half brother sister. I bred Rooster to Rachel, and uh, I I got a young dog. I call R J. He's uh, two years old. He's he's as good a young dog as I ever owned. And uh, and this this time I bred uh, Rachel back to outlaw. You know, she'll have pups uh, actually uh, this month.
0: I'm a big uh, fan. You've probably heard it in the past. I'm a big fan of the the half brother half sister. I mean, it worked. You know. I tell people all the time and a lot of people know, you know, I raised bucking bulls for years and that was my, the buckingest bulls that we ever produced were out of, you know, half brother, half sister crosses. I mean, it just worked. So I figured it's got to work in dogs too.
2: It is worked for years. I did it for years. Uh, you know, I, I believe in breeding in the family. Uh, you can, you can out cross, uh, every now and then to get something else in there that you want. And, uh, you know, I've bred these dogs over the years, and the difference between me and a lot of people, I don't care. I'll tell you what's in my dogs. It don't about if you don't want a puppy from me, that's fine. But uh, I'll tell you what I what I've bred my dogs. You know, a lot of people won't tell you they got border collie and bulldog and everything else in them. But uh, I didn't breed that in my dogs. But uh, I touch a bird dog, of course, is in my dogs. Uh, and uh, hound, little hound. I, I like the hound feature because uh, I want that dog up on a tree and stay there. You know, I don't want all that milling around and stuff. And uh, you know, I, I I like a dog that stays hooked up, and all my dogs stay hooked up. You know, when they tree, they treat. So that, of course, that's years of breeding. They wasn't like that when I started. It. That's right. So I ain't uh, got to ain't got a break and run to them no more.
0: Man, I'm <laughs> waiting on get,
2: that. I'm, I'm seventy-five years old, so uh, I ain't gonna do much running.
0: Well, I, I, I was gonna ask you how old you were. I just, uh, but I knew you'd been in the game a a, a good long time, and and uh, and had just, you know, top top tier, you know, dogs. So that's, you know, again, that's why we wanted to get you on. And plus, you come, you know, there was a pile of people that. You know, have messaged me, Chris. You ought to get into, you know, you ought to get Mister Danny on the on the podcast and stuff. So, again, like I said, I, I hate it took us so long, but I mean, you've been on the radar for the last year anyway. But uh, anyway, keep up, uh, keep her, keep her going there, brother man. I'm sorry.
2: One other thing uh, uh, I'll mention that I didn't mention this was Bud and uh, Quick Champ were actually half brothers. Uh, uh, Alton raised uh, he bred uh, uh, he had a call, a dog called redneck and uh, he bred to a uh, uh, Kenneth beatty female and that's where bud come from and then he had bred uh, redneck to a uh, a Stevens female and that was quick champ well I the day I bought bud uh, James quick bought champ and uh, and then uh, Jim Allen bought another dog called Gizmo that was buds uh Little mate brother, and um, that was at the Honeywater in Arkansas. But uh, so all those dogs are kin.
0: That's right. Champ, champ, and champ
2: bred dogs, and 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 they actually uh, the redneck dog was a Mullins dog. Uh, I didn't particularly like him. Uh, Alton was a good guy, but uh, redneck had some uh, things that I didn't like about him. But he reproduced uh, real well. But Uh, and that was one thing the problem uh that he didn't get a lot of dogs off of him was he when he was three years old we got where he couldn't breed a female so he didn't get anything else off of him but uh, but yeah that so quick champ and Williams' bud was half brothers
0: shoot that's pretty I, i didn't even know that so how did so i guess yeah so i mean i always heard that champ you know the champ line of dogs you know had a had a touch of bird dog in them, so I'm guessing that's where that come from?
2: Well, actually, James bred uh, uh, to a, a female that uh, he bought from Gerald Johnson, and she was uh, she was off the um, uh, limb gripper uh, ranger dog, which was half rat terry and half bird dog. That's what limb gripper ranger was. Hobby dog. And uh, he bred a female off of that and uh, uh, to, uh, to champ and that's where the bird dog coming in there from.
0: I'm wondering, so you...
2: That was Wright's freckles. Right. Was, well, freckles, freckles, and of course, uh, uh, Dwayne Wright ended up buying her from Gerald uh, years later, and they bred her They bred her to bud the first time, and uh, that's where the spud dog came from, and then there was several dogs. That, uh, that whole litter made squirrel dogs, and then the next few times they bred her to champ, and uh, I ended up with a female off of Freckles and Champ. It was called Tom Bigby Goldie. And uh, then I had Tom Bigby, uh, uh, I forgot the other gyps name, that was off of Bud. And I bred them dogs back to my bug dog.
0: I'll dog. What, what, so, hmm, that's interesting to know. What? So, I guess, so the Champ, so you I guess y'all just kind of swapped. I mean, did, did y'all bought dogs that way? You could kind of keep up, you know. You're, you're, if you're swapping with, with the champ line, it's it's basically the same as yours, you know. You know.
2: Right. He just bred a different way than I did. Champ, uh, James did. James bred to a, a lot of good females, and you know that's a difference between now and back in the early '80s. Uh, you know, we, we we're breeding uh, male dogs to sorry females and you get, you know, you get one or two pups out of litter that might treat, uh, now you're breeding the top quality females. The dogs have changed over the years, last 40 years, you know, uh, we're not breeding dogs back to, like, well, I'll just go back to hounds. In 1965, uh, you know, you was hoping that hound you had going to tree. uh, in, uh, we got out of, they bred out of that, you know, over the years. The hounds bred out of that. Now they're breeding tree dogs, you know, and well, you get a high percentage out of the litter. Same thing with the squirrel dogs. And uh, they're, uh, you know, the cur dogs, I think, uh, did better than the feist to begin with. But now the feist dogs have took over the industry as far as I'm concerned. You know, we've bred everything in the world with them. Uh, and what's the difference between a cur and a feist, you know? A
0: cur dog is over thirty pounds, and a fast is under thirty pounds. <laughs> that's right. You said a mouthful in. <laughs> yeah. So but, I, I uh, had a I had a one before I before I forget about it. We'll go back to this, but so the dog that was the did you call it Limb Grabber, the one that was a it was half bird gripper, dog, Limb Ripper, Limb Ripper, Limb Gripper ranger. ranger. Okay, so that's the dog that was half bird dog, half rat terrier. Correct. Right. They won
2: the world hunt with him. Dang. Uh, see that's.
0: Well, to me because i have some curb, bird dog hound cross that i competition squirrel hunt also and uh you know i've always heard the horror stories which mine i mean her name her name's Ava. she she during this in this mississippi heat it's tough on her she can't she just can't do it i can't hunt her right now she just get, you know she just gets really hot but uh anyway with that being said you know, I heard horror stories of getting them to stop. You know, i talked to to Wade Hildebrand before, and um, he said that you know the Maasai dog that he's done so well with, his dad would hunt him, you know, out of a boat on just little you know islands where they yep. where they live and he basically had to d- hunt him on an island to get him to stop, you know, and finally he got him stopped and squirrels knocked out to him. And I mean, I, you know, he's arguably one of the best dogs going up and down the road right, right now, as far as these open big money hunts. So, and i you know, I've, I've, I've had the pleasure to, to hunt with him multiple times and he's as good as anything I've seen. But anyway, oh, uh, so I was just curious about the, you know, the rat terrier and the, you know, cause my grandfather, again, he, uh, he had those and. They didn't. They they did. They, his line did tree, you know. But you know that was another story. That you know, you trying to get them to tree. So because they were gaming. But I just didn't know how that worked out. But heck, they they won a world hunt. Did did any of the other puppies out of that cross like that? Do you know if any of them were they nice squirrel dogs? No,
2: nah, the ranger dog is the only thing I know. Uh, uh, Jim Ray. I mean uh, James Richardson. You know James Richardson, Jim Ray partners. James, James uh, Richardson one had the money. And uh, Jim Ray just his dogs. James Richardson is a really good guy. He Gerald uh, they they bought dogs from Gerald Johnson all the time, and they heard uh, they heard about this dog. Gerald had sold him to a state trooper in uh, Arkansas, there in North Arkansas. I forget his name, but anyway, like uh, Gerald had told them about the dog, and they went and bought uh, uh, Ranger. I think they gave five thousand dollars back. took and hunted him, and uh, they won the world hunt with him uh, that year at Horse City, of Arkansas. But uh,
0: NKC world hunt. Yeah, so I mean that's you know typically, you know a lot of times you know that's why we do line breed and and, and family breed is to kind of keep, you know, you're just to me over my experience that the percentages you know you get out of uh, out of what you're looking for you know is repeated. I guess is what I'm saying. Now I have seen like my cur I just bred her to uh to to the little sniper dog and I got puppies out of that they're not you know they're not to say family you know line bred I went as an outcross on her but um they are both curs. and, and anyway they you know their their family goes back you know all of them go back to to those certain dogs but uh anyway with that being said uh, I was just you know I was just curious as to how those uh, yeah,
2: how I those turned I, out I, yeah I did it for years uh, I bred Back when I first got Bud, you know, I, I, of course, the first few crosses were complete outcrosses. And then I went back. I tried uh, father to daughter. Uh, that didn't work. Uh, you know, a lot of people say that's the way to go. But no, not for me. Uh, defects. You know, I had defects in them. But father to granddaughter or, uh, you know, to a niece uh, or a, a nephew back to an aunt, uh, that works fine. But uh, I like to have brother sister cross. I did it for, for years and uh and then I've I've you know, I still breeding in the family of those dogs. Uh, I mean that would be in the generation uh both sides of that generation, uh, you know, two or three times, you know, sixth generation pedigree. So uh, but uh it, it it worked good for me. Well
0: and that's 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 kinda, you know, my thinking as well, you know you know you you get something you like i mean it suits you heck that's what we're after anyway you I mean i don't care right. you know at the end of the day you don't care what joe blow down the road likes as long as it suits you so i mean you found yeah. something that worked yeah, right. for you and your family and i mean that's where you've been you've just improved what you started with
2: exactly and you know of course i'm like i say i'm 75 years old i rode hunt 99 of the time now uh i live in mark twain national forest and uh we uh, we live up in in the forest, so I can just go out my driveway and go hunt.
0: <laughs> That's and, nice.
2: Uh, you know, I start our season up here opens the fourth Saturday in May and stays open to February the fifteenth. So I hunt all summer long, and uh, it may be a couple weeks in the summer when it gets up to 100 degrees, I don't go. But most of the time, when I get up, it's uh, it's in the 60s in the morning. Well, I go. I went this morning. I went uh, yesterday. I hunted. I've hunted uh, every day this week. But uh and I got a boy coming tomorrow to go hunt with me, but I hunt by myself a lot, and uh, I, uh, you know, like I say, I, I road hunt, but it don't make a of difference. Uh, these dogs are walk on or road hunt, it don't make no difference. People think if you road hunt, uh, your dog won't hunt. That's a bunch of bull. Uh, if dog gonna hunt, he'll go hunt, you know, And uh, but uh, uh, I, I enjoy the road hunting. Uh, it's an excellent way to train a young dog. Uh, if you get him to run it down, I teach them to, I start out on my place here. I've got roads all over my place, and i got feeders out, and I start them out on a side, uh, that pup, and I run him. i got a training pin. i got three-acre training pin. I put them in, let them get started, and when I get them to train in there, I start running them down the, around these feeders and uh, get a hot squirrel, jump out in front of them, and uh, that gets them started. And then when I start road hunting, you can run that pup down the road and if he ever gets to see one cross the road in front of him, he thinks every one of them is going down that road. And uh, uh, most of my dogs hunt 15 to 20 miles an hour. I've had them run hunt 22 miles an hour, and uh, I got some that hunts, you know, 12 miles an hour. But uh, they're all different. You know, every dog's different. You got to figure the dog out, and uh, that's the way I, you know, I enjoy hunting like that and enjoy training my dogs like that.
0: So you'll put them in front of that side-by-side, side and them sap suckers are running, some of them running 22 miles an hour. Wowzers! that's a... But, yeah,
2: that's, you can't keep up with them anymore.
0: No, shoot, uh, no. You've got to have left. that side-by-side. Side.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, uh, uh, I got the dog that Michael Waddell's got. Uh, uh, I sold him that pup, and uh, he sent him up here last October for me to hunt for him. And uh, you can keep up with that crazy thing. That song gun runs so fast. Uh, you can all keep up with him in a pickup truck and uh i uh, i called him and told him i said uh, you you don't have to worry about this dog going hunting you ride him around on, he lives in a you know pecan orchard down there and uh i said you just ride his pup around and uh let him stay in the side the side till you see the squirrel and then turn him out on him and let him treat him you go shoot him out to him and uh, it won't be long you got a squirrel dog and he he's made a really nice dog Eating it, he's off a rooster and actually a little
0: dotty. That's right. I knew that. I knew that you'd went down there and hunted with them some too. Uh, yeah. And because uh, I, you know, I knew Shane and uh, Wade, you know, used to go yep. to. Uh But yep. no, um I knew, and also I, you know, I'd known that 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 Michael Waddell, he had uh, a squirrel dog. So uh, I didn't realize it come from you. But man, that's nice. Yeah, he, bought he bought it from it
2: when it was a pup. I've been knowing him, you know, for years. Uh, I met him years ago when uh, we started doing the squirrel master classic with Jackie, uh, Jackie Bushman uh, was the first one. That, uh, it, they come up with the idea and then they, a friend of mine lives down there, Ronnie O'Neill. they're good friends. He called me up and asked me to come down there and go. And uh, Ronnie had bought dogs for me for years. And uh, I went down there and went and, you know, they ain't had a clue about squirrel hunting. They ain't, they didn't got a clue about hunting with a dog. And, uh, Anyway, they've learned over the years. Of course, they're competitive. Uh, they like to cut up and laugh and have a good time. And uh, anyway, we've got, got to be really good friends. I usually go down there and, and hunt with them every year.
1: That's we nice.
2: We do the TV show thing. You know, uh, it's, it's kind of helped. The, it's, it's helped the squirrel dogs a little bit. Uh, they, uh, they don't, you, don't get, you don't get to see much of the dogs on the, when they do it because they. That's what they do for a living, you know.
0: <laughs> so we had, uh, you know, I'll just, you know, we have thought on, on you know, because I knew that any time that you got a name like Michael Waddell, that's, you know, we're so ridiculed for hunting dogs. We're, you know, we're, yep. we're, we're the, we're the bad people of, of any kind of sport. And you know, Michael Waddell is such a big name in the, sp- in, in bow hunting and deer hunting that, you know, seeing him with a hunting dog that's got to, I mean, you, you see that, that helps us. Somebody's yep. somebody with that kind of, you know, following is, is like, man, these dogs are, you know, I love my squirrel dog. You know what I mean? Cause I've right. told people over the, over the years, you know, we've had people on that were big hunters and, you know, deer hunters or whatnot. And, you know, I told them, I was like, man, if my, I am not going to have a squirrel dog that runs deer. I just don't, you know, I'm not going to bring a dog, you know, I can't say that he won't. If a dog, if a deer jumps up, or a pack of deer jump up in front of them, you know, they may run on a second. But nine times out of ten, they're not going to run them. You know, right, mine are trained. Yeah, do. that's right. Mine are. You know, mine are. If they do, they're broke off of them at an early age. Right. Uh, so you know, I have no desire for a, to have a squirrel to be squirrel hunting and my dog leave on a deer race. You know, I just I don't have that. But with that being right. said, you know, I think that you know getting michael waddell you know on the hunt dog public podcast and letting him talk about it you know that just speaks volume too so that may be something i reach out to or cody reaches out to and uh tries to do that
2: yeah he he loves his dog he calls him dixie dan
0: dixie dan uh,
2: he's crazy about that dog but uh he and he actually never had a dog until he bought that pup from me and uh He's went crazy over that dog, and he just loves him to death. He is—he's a, a really nice dog too.
0: Well, that's—I guess he's
2: two year old now. But uh, there's several of those boys that's got dogs now. Um, there, uh, Keith Burgess—he—he uh, he just bought his boy uh, a dog here this past year. A small town honey. Yes, and, sir. That's well, from
0: Mississippi. You know, they're right yep. around us, right. Florida. That's exactly right. And yep. you know, yep. That's so. Uh, so he is. I'm actually right. That's where exactly where I'm at right now. So. uh um, oh yeah i yeah, i sell pumps i'm on the road throughout the delta so i sell water and wastewater pumps so i'm i'm all over but uh i uh i actually uh yeah so i know one of the guys that 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 sells their property you know they have a small town hunting yeah. land and yep. my yep. brother-in-law they're in a big lease and stuff together hey, uh, michael Oswaltz with my brother-in-law and like I said, he's got a bird dog, so you know he's a he's a he's a dog guy. So people like that with big followings and big names—that's who we're after to to get on here and tell their story and let people know, hey man, we're not out to to take your stuff. You know, we're not all bad. This is a you know just a way of life that we that we've grown up and and done. So but yeah he uh i think that um we're going to try to do some more people like that you know some bigger name people that you know that that will come on and just help cuz i mean we have 150,000 you know people you know that's listen to this stupid thing um uh, uh so i mean i never gr- th- dreamed it would grow this big but you know we got some we got a good team here that right. that uh that 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 puts out the you know puts in the work and they try to uh you know to to bring awareness to the to the hunting dog people so
2: right well this 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 squirrel master classic deal has gotten real popular uh you know there's a lot of celebrities come there uh you know one year uh, bo jackson was on our group that we hunted with and stuff and i got to meet him and uh he uh, he's a nice guy we we got to sit down and talk and stuff and uh, a lot of those boys you know bo and i were sitting at the table talking and uh, they took a little video thing and put it on facebook and said who wouldn't want to talk to mr danny williams you know and uh, that was pretty neat <laughs> that's but, uh, awesome you
0: know, that's really no, that's nice that's pretty cool there
2: but uh, anyway the uh, we get a lot of celebrities there at that thing and uh, it's a it's a neat deal uh, they of uh, course it's you know it's a competition but it's not competition that's right you know it's just a bunch of people cutting up and having a big time and they kill a lot of squirrels uh, with peli guns you know what? It's amazing how many
0: squirrels it kill. Well, that in itself, yeah, that in itself is uh, sportsmanship. There, you know, right? Dang, uh, that's pretty cool guys. about the about the Bo Jackson deal, because you know yeah, Bo Jackson, yeah. he used to have, you know, remember back years ago, it was all everything. Bo knows this. Bo knows, and yeah, that's it, right. It'd be cool if he'd had to put Bo knows, Mister Danny Williams. So that's pretty neat, though. Yeah, they, uh,
2: we put it on their boat bow nose squirrel dogs and i
0: had a picture of him <laughs> and rooster on there <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome man so these dogs hey these dogs have uh you've helped the breed for sure and i mean they've helped you you've you've met you got a big you got a big uh big group of guys that uh you know especially in the sport and the outdoor world you know you've yeah. you've touched on a few names now that uh because bo's well, a big you know, bow hunter ain't he yeah yep yeah. and uh
2: you know you're uh i'm a christian so uh when I go to these places and stuff, people respect me because I'm a Christian. And, uh, of course, they always want to get me to say the prayer and stuff. But uh, they, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm I proud that uh, that I am a Christian. You know what? Uh, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. But uh, that uh, that means a lot. You know, that, that's a, you're a witness. You're a witness uh when you go to places like that and people respect
0: you ain't no doubt you know if you like i said you've listened to this podcast the very first thing that comes on is today's word we put a i put a verse on that was my whole goal so when i started i started ta- talking about this podcast almost two years ago and i got with my preacher because i had a bunch of people call and you know stuff and was like you ought to do this, you ought to do this, you talk this, you a salesman, this and that. So I talked to my preacher, I was like, man, I really want to do something, like some sort of ministry, but I have a bunch of people want me to talk about these dogs. And he's like, there's your ministry, there's your ministry. So, I mean, I've literally, Joey posted, me and him, as. I mean, I've done a podcast with him, and me and him pray, you know, out loud. And if, he's, if he's going through something, he'll text me and say, hey, bud, when you get a minute, pray for me and i'll stop what i'm doing and do it right then you know i don't want to tell you that i'm gonna pray for hey man i'm praying for you and then do it you know something come up and forget about it if i'm telling you i'm praying for you i'm praying for you right then that's just like mr merle seeley i t- uh, me and him yep. text a good bit back and forth and um you know i asked him because i got him lined up to come on and he was like i'm you know i'm, I'm headed to pray with a lady right now and i was like Is there anything I can pray with y'all about? You know, you don't have to go into details. Just, you know, is there something? He's like, yes. And he sent me a message. And I I pulled over him. I prayed right then because that's what, if I can pray for you or if I can let people know that how good God has been to me. And I can, you know, just if it touches one person's life and gets one person salvation, then, man, I feel like I've won, you know?
2: right. You know, it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, I wasn't saved till I was 38 years old. Uh, my wife would take the kids to church and stuff. And you know, uh, my wife is my best friend, and she's hunted with me for years. She she was actually uh, the deer hunter in the family, and, uh, <laughs> but uh, she squirrel hunted with me for years. And uh, but uh, we're we're we've had a wonderful life. The Lord's blessed us, just unbelievable.
0: You're exactly right, because again i i'm i'm only eight years sober so uh i would drink yes sir I, i'm eight years sober haven't had a drop uh my wife and you know my son my mother and father uh, stepdad and i mean, i mean we grew up in church you know but you know how college and i'm 44 now but you know how you get when you get to college and out of college and you're hanging with your friends and stuff and i love all of my old friends and i miss them but I just had to change, you know, and my wife, you know, she would, you know, she'd want to go to church and stuff, but she was also wanting to be with me and I, you know, pacing my little boy, he would go to church with my mom and he'd come home and daddy come to church, come to church. Well, I would be hung over, you know, and drunk or hung over and tell Oh, daddy don't feel good. You know? So I would put it off and man, I finally went to church. Cause honestly, I got tired of asking i mean i got tired of lying to my kid telling him something was wrong and i went to church and i do not for the life of me i cannot tell you what the service was about but i just know that when i walked through that door it was like a chill i got and i was like man this is strange and then i fought it when the preacher was preaching i kind of fought it because he got to i felt like the good lord was speaking to me and he was but uh I was like, man, I was trying to think of a way, man, I got to do something. You know, I can't wait to get out of here. Brother Randy, that's my preacher, and he's one of my best friends now. But uh, I was like, man, Brother Randy, is—he being long-winded today, you know. And finally, I got to, to, you know, I just don't remember anything else. And, like, he had an altar call, and I went to the altar, and that's <laughs> thats the last thing I remember. And I've never left. I've never left. I've never drank. I've never uh, smoked. I, I was bad to dip. I, I mean, I, you know, nothing against all that. I just quit everything that day, you know, and uh, man, great. I give my, I give my life to God. And, and you want me to tell you what it helped? It helped my wife and I's relationship. It was like where oh, you yeah. get, where I got complacent to where I would be drunk and come in and I, man, I talked ugly and, you know, whatever a drunk man does. And, um, we, um, uh, it was kind of like, we were together, like, we've been married 14 or going on 15 years. Uh, yeah, almost 15 years. Um, but we were together like seven years before we, you know, we dated for like six or seven years before I asked her to marry me. And, you know, when I found the good Lord, my relationship with my wife was like, man, it was like high school again. It was like, you know, it was all, it was just, it was, I don't know, man, it's, I'm ranting and raving, but it was good again. You know, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. I, I understand completely. You know, my wife and I were high school sweethearts. Uh, we've been married 57 years, but uh, we uh, we grew up together. So I, I but uh, another story I forgot to tell you about the, how I got saved was that squirrel dog, that first one I had. Uh, I went to church. Uh, well, a guy got killed. I was a pipelineer, pipeline welder. Yes, sir. And uh, a boy died sitting beside me on the job one day, got me to thinking a couple more uh, people died that I knew, and I got worried about it. Anyway, went to church with my wife, and uh, coming out the door that day, little small Baptist, Southern Baptist Church, and uh, the preacher says, I hear you got a squirrel dog. I said, yeah. He said, uh, I love to squirrel hunt with a dog, and he said, uh, I said, when can you go? He said, I can go any day of the week. I can go on Saturday. I can go on Sunday before 9 or after 12, <laughs> Well, I thought that was pretty neat that's right well the next Saturday he and I went and we went hunting two Saturdays in a row and he never said a word to me uh, you know and uh, we just talked and cut up and had a good time well the next Saturday we went and uh, he asked me if you know if I was saved and I said well actually I accepted Christ one night uh, when I checked in the motel going to work and Charles uh, Stanley was on TV and I I know where i would listen to charles stanley but i did <laughs> and uh, ended up that's how the lord works on you uh after the i get through listening to him i get on the side of the bed kneel down and ask the lord to forgive me and accept him as my savior well so anyway but i told the preacher i said but i'm a good guy you know and he said i ain't got nothing to do with it and uh we had a good conversation and uh then the next week i went forward but uh that was uh, so. That was pretty, pretty neat experience too. But through that squirrel belt.
0: it's crazy how, how God He puts these things and puts us in the exact right place at the exact right time, ain't it? Yep, it is. It's it it's is. a good thing. And another thing yep. with this podcast, you know, we have, like I said, one hundred fifty thousand people roughly. You know, if I could touch, you know, if we could touch one person, boy, we have really done right. our job. You know, and that's our job exactly. as Christians yeah. is to spread. You know the good word right. so yep. but uh yep. well shoot mr danny do you got uh what you got going on right now what you what as far as your dogs now what are you are you are you still doing some competition hunts if they come local i know you hit the world hunts and stuff uh
2: yeah my, you know, of course jake my son uh he he usually handles. if i got the uh, i actually uh you know i've sold dogs all my life and i got crazy stories that I've actually sold Outlaw, a female I got called Elsa, and the guys only one in February. So I keep them <laughs> the rest of the time and hunt them, and uh, I do whatever I want to with them. Well, the Outlaw dog is more my style of dog now since I'm 75 years old. Uh, but Rachel, and uh, she's a more of Jay's type dog. You know, she's going to go in there and treat for 500 yards or 600 yards or whatever. And uh, so Jay hunts her, especially we go to LBL when LBL's rough on me in those hills.
0: Yes, sir, I've been there.
2: Here, here, uh, it's kind of the same thing here, but I can pick flat spots out here that I can hunt at. So when we have hunts here, I'm hunting them. And uh, some of the boys, you know, what to hunts and stuff. They'll say, Mr. Dan, if you'll come, I'll put you in a flat spot, you know. And uh, so that works out pretty good, unless you get in that second or third or get in that final round. Uh, You ain't in a flat spot no more, you know. But, uh, that's
0: right anyway
2: uh, uh so i do i still go and uh i'm gonna hit i'm gonna hunt some of the hunt. i i didn't hunt much in the spring in uh nsd hunts uh i was pretty much burnt out and and i bred rachel uh so uh, uh i had a laid up with pups and uh but uh anyway this year we're gonna hunt uh, we gonna we're gonna hunt some in the hunts and stuff and jay uh of course jay's a coon hunter and but uh so i, I got to kind of work around his hunts and stuff
0: that's right but i mean he uh you know i had him obviously you listened to it uh we had him yep. on earlier in the year and uh but so that's i mean shoot so you thinking you go hunt you did you say the outlaw dog is that who you're going hunt
2: yeah yeah i'm gonna hunt him some uh the boy that owns him is gonna come up and go with me uh he's wanting to get involved in the hunts and stuff too and uh but uh, I've got another female here. I got a female off a rooster and a Walker female. I call Pris. and uh, she's a really nice little female too. Uh, she's five size. Uh, I'm gonna hunt her in, in the hunts and stuff too.
0: Well, that's good. So, see there, you're uh, you're getting new people involved in in the squirrel yep. hunting. So, well, yep. man, that's good. Uh, you got uh you got anything else you wanna touch on before we get off i mean it's been a we've been at it for 56 minutes and heck it seems like we just got on the phone man i could sit here and talk to you all day it's a it's good good dog stories that's what i like makes my job easy for sure
2: well i'm a pretty good storyteller so uh, i tell a lot of stories i get lots of company here you know we get we get lots of company and uh, we got some boys coming up tomorrow to go hunting, and uh, i got uh Two friends of mine, uh, Kevin Harrell and Cody Barnes, both of them come over here hunting with me all the time, and uh, so we we have a lot of fun. Uh, we really enjoy. It. I love it up here. You know, we love Missouri. Uh, it, I had a really good place to hunt in Louisiana, uh, but when we moved up here, uh, a different world here. We live in a different world here, and uh, but uh, we we love it here.
0: So what, I guess you may have mentioned it earlier and I just missed it. What, what made you leave? You, Cause you were, where'd you, where was you born and raised in Louisiana? Where did y'all live first?
2: Yeah, right north, just north of Baton Rouge.
0: Gotcha. Uh, and then what got you up there? Was it work, the pipeline work?
2: No, we, uh, we came up here for a squirrel dog field trial.
0: Oh, B-Dog.
2: And, uh, we, uh, actually, uh, I had some friends that had a, a camp up here and, uh, I was the president of the ATFA at that time. And they said, uh, if you'll find us a place to hunt, well, well, we would come up. My Jay had moved to Missouri 20 years before that. And we'd come up and I'd drive through here and I'd say, who, who in the world owns all this land up here? I didn't know nothing about Mark Twain National Forest. And, uh, well, I got to going up hunting with him. He lived right out of Columbia, Missouri. And, uh, they had some of forest land up there too. I got to go up there hunting with him. And, uh, And I kept hearing about Donovan, Missouri. And uh, Phyllis and I came and camped. We'd come up and camp, and we'd go to Rolla. Uh, We found a spot there at Edgar Springs, Missouri, right out of Rolla. And uh, we'd go there and camp. We had friends in Georgia that would come up from Mississippi, Alabama, Oklahoma, all over the country. They'd come every October with us, and we'd all camp at that campground and hunt. We'd have a big time. And uh, we got to looking for a piece of property. And uh, we, uh, they decided to have a hunt here at Donovan. So I came here, a boy met me here, showed me around, driving me around the forest and stuff. And there was a little store out in the country here that uh, I, I stopped there to buy a cold drink in August. And I said, hey, would you let a man park a camper here? He said, oh, yeah. I said, what do you charge? He said, $50. I said, $50? For how long? He said, for a month. <laughs> I said, you got water and electricity? He said, yep. I said, I, you want me to pay you now? and uh anyway Phyllis and i came up here in september barker camper we was going to have a, a field trial here in october and we went to hunt and it was and this was in 2007 where squirrels everywhere, and uh we uh we hunted and uh we go to church well that week she said i need some groceries so we go to town that was we passed a little uh briar missionary baptist church and we went to church there that sunday and the second sunday it was just a little small church. I was having mentioned mention. We were looking for a little place to buy a piece of property and put a camper on. And a guy walks up to me the next Sunday. And he said, I heard you look at some property. I said, yes, sir. He said, I got some I might would sell. I said, I'm going to come look at it. Well, I come out here, and it was uh, 345 acres total. And uh, I looked at it, and I said, I'm really interested in it. And uh, we, had, long story, we ended up buying it
0: and built a house and moved here oh be dog so that was just spur of the moment the lord, but it, he put you there the lord like, let us here that's exactly right he put you right where you need to be yep that's handy right there man i love that story that's uh i mean like so you know my parents are still alive and i have a sister and you know my, Lindsay's mom and dad and stuff uh so <laughs> um i just couldn't picture just up and relocating i guess because we live on family land and stuff but man i hey, i admire people that can you know i do i admire the crap out of y'all because i mean you got right where you wanted to be and i mean that is that's 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 handy because uh yeah that's,
2: that's well, nice you know at that time you'd think about katrina hit, hit louisiana uh and uh crime had got horrible that's right you had to take a pistol with you when you went to walmart are you gonna get robbed in the parking lot? And uh, you know, Lord, knew I was fixing to get in trouble. And uh, so we, we, Phyllis's mom and and my mom was still living, but uh, both of them were up in age. And uh, we moved here. And of course, we we let our siblings take care of our our moms when we moved here. And uh, they, uh, they 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 uh, passed away a few years after that. But uh, anyway, so uh, we just I have uh, one daughter still lives in. Uh, uh, Baton Rouge, right out of Baton Rouge. i got a son who lives in New Orleans, and then uh, Jay lives up here. And we've just got some of the best friends in the world here since we moved here. We go to church in town now. We go to First Baptist Church in town, and we get just uh, got some of the best friends and uh, just wonderful, wonderful friends. But like I say, we get lots of company. Boys from all over the country come here, you know, to hunt stuff.
0: That's right. You know, that's, uh, I think, is that not where Chuck Coomer's from?
2: Yeah, Chuck. Uh, you know his grandbaby just got killed,
0: and uh, man, the I the yesterday. Mm, that's, so, yep. that's so bad, yep. man. Chuck's
2: a good guy.
0: He yep. is. I, Chuck and I, have, you
2: know, we got different type dogs, but he actually got a dog in my training pen here now. But uh, Chuck's a good guy.
0: Man, Chuck is He's good a, people. He's come down and hunted with yeah. us, and in, in the Mississippi Delta, you know, and yeah. and we've, you know, we've killed a pile of squirrels and stuff and man he just yeah i hate that for them man that's you know I, i've been praying the last couple of days for that family you know comfort and healing up for 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 the for them you know so right yeah terrible terrible Terrible. it is a terrible yep. deal
2: Brian Brian's a good boy you know he
0: uh it was his daughter but mm-hmm. you know, anyway just terrible deal That's right. Well, I guess we, we've been going over an hour. You want to, uh, you got anything else to say? We'll wrap this bad boy up and I'll get it edited and, uh, it won't come out. It won't be this coming up Tuesday. It'll be the next Tuesday. I'm sure. But, uh, well, I sure appreciate you, man, shoot you. And I, you know, I want to get you back on and we'll talk some more and good luck with your dogs this year. And let's, uh, keep spreading the good word about Jesus. And, you know, that's what, that's what this whole thing's about. So, okay, Chris, I I appreciate you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Mr. Danny. Bye-bye. All
2: right.